Good morning, folks. Emergency set of podcast today. David Bozell here with For America. Obviously, we're going to talk about the mother of all leaks. The leak last night that Justice Samuel Alito has written the majority opinion overturning Roe versus Wade. And we're going to unpack a lot of different facets of this. Um, but I wanted to start first and foremost, which I think is the most important. We'll get to all the Democrats and, and the politics of this and and what this means because, again, this hasn't been hasn't been made official. It's just a leak of a, of a majority opinion draft. I think it's important to start here. Uh, and that's thanking President Trump. He was a man of his word. If you remember, the makeup of the court was near the top of Republican primary voters' list of issues, 2015-2016. He was real transparent about that. Within the Republican Party, Republican primary voters, conservatives, pro-lifers, we've long felt that this Roe decision was egregiously decided 50 years ago, um, improperly decided. And he made such a commitment he published if you remember he published his list of supreme court nominees not once but twice and in doing so sent a the the a signal flare out to the country the people that i nominate are going to properly interpret the constitution um which meant for us understanding that there was no right to an abortion in the Constitution, as much as the left would like to claim otherwise. But there was no, never. And so this majority opinion that Alito has reportedly drafted gets into that. Um, Now, Alito wasn't one of Trump's pegs, but obviously the three that he did select would have to be, um, would have to be joining him if this report is true. But I wanted to start there. I wanted to thank President Trump for honoring his promise. Um, It's the probably the most consequential piece of his legacy. All the economic stuff, I mean, economic policy comes and goes and gets flipped. And we've talked before about how we kind of live in this executive order era where it's almost impossible for a president in in modern times to have a lasting economic legacy, it, particularly if, if if we're just going to switch White Houses back and forth, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, because the executive branch has so much power, because Congress abdicates so much of his, its responsibility to the executive branch, that the, I mean, look at Keystone, is a perfect example of this, the Keystone Pipeline. With Biden, he can just arbitrarily decide to shut it off, uh, or drilling on federal federal lands, but it's not just oil and energy. Um, you know, it's their priorities, immigration policy, the strain of illegal immig- illegal immigration and on our economic system. All of those things are sort of parked in the executive branch's purview. And if we're going to go through this Republican Democrat Republican Democrat occupying the White House. Um, 
rotation and this, that cycle, it's almost going to be impossible for any president to have a long-lasting economic legacy, which is why the stock market is really the only place you, know, you can try to park some money and make some money. Um, everything else is like eating soup with a fork. So these nominations that Trump followed through with and yeah, for all the criticism that you know, he was like this authoritarian dictator, I mean, the man put out his Supreme Court nominated list not once, but twice. Okay. And um, he made a bargain with religious conservatives, pro-life conservatives who had doubts, who didn't, who thought, okay, uh, the real estate mogul, um, you know, the, 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 the reality TV host star, like, is he really one of us? And, um, whether he had a road to Damascus, to Damascus conversion, uh, or he was one of us all along, uh, you know, probably the former, but still, um, and I believe what people said about him during the campaign and then afterwards, I mean, I remember Kellyanne Conway talking about like, look, the guy's really come around on, on life issues and abortion. Um, so, you know, I'd take her at her, at her, I took her at her word. She would know better than anybody. So, um, but I thought it was necessary to start there. Um, thank you, Donald Trump, for these nominations, for honoring your promise. Um, if this goes through, It'll be you know, some of the most important decisions you have made. And uh, I hope you do get rewarded uh, in this life and the next for these decisions because you deserve it.